This is Dr. Nitin Jain from the Department of Leukemia at MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston. At the recent American Society of Hematology meeting, we reported ASTRAC-34, which was a combined ibrutinib and venetoclax for first-line therapy for patients with CLL. So treatment therapy for CLL have remarkably evolved in the last few years. And now we have very effective strategies such as ibrutinib and venetoclax for these patients. However, if you use ibrutinib as a single agent or venetoclax as a single agent, these drugs are supposed to be given indefinitely and most of the remissions are partial. More recently, venetoclax plus obinutuzumab, based on the CLL-14 study, was approved as a one-year time-limited therapy. We developed this combination of ibrutinib plus venetoclax based on two oral drugs together, non-chemotherapy approach, because of their non-overlapping mechanism of action and their non-overlapping toxicity profile. So we started a clinical trial at MD Anderson with combining ibrutinib plus venetoclax for treatment-naive patients with CLL with at least one of the high-risk genetic features, such as deletion 17P or mutated 53 or deletion 11Q or unmutated IGVH. We also allowed patients 65 years and older, even if they didn't have any of these high-risk features, but that constituted only 8% of the entire cohort. Patients received ibrutinib for three months, followed by addition of venetoclax, starting at 20 milligrams daily and then to a target dose of 400 milligrams daily. Ibrutinib was given at a standard dose of 420 milligrams daily. So the first three months was ibrutinib alone, then venetoclax was added, and then the two drugs together were given for a total of 24 cycles. Each cycle is 28 days. At the end of 24 cycles of the combination, if the patient was MRD positive in the bone marrow, patients could continue ibrutinib alone. So we have treated 80 patients on this study, of which five came off study during the ibrutinib monotherapy. So only 75 patients started the combination of the two. And the median follow-up at the time of this analysis is 27 months. So for of the 80 patients we treated, the median age was 65 years. 18% had deletion 17P, 25% had deletion 11Q. And majority of the patients had unmutated V-gene. So on an intent-to-treat analysis, looking at undetectable MRD4, which is undetectable MRD in the bone marrow at 10 to the power minus 4 by flow cytometry, as the best response, 60 out of 80 patients, so 75% achieved undetectable MRD4. If you look among the evaluable patients at serial time points, at one year of the combination, among the 69 patients who reached that time point and had bone marrow done, 65% were had antitrypal MRD4. So these results are quite impressive, the fact that this is a non-chemotherapy approach to oral drugs together. We saw responses across all genomic subtypes in this trial. We also looked at serial immunoglobulin levels and serial CD3, CD4 counts, and it appears is that there is some improvement in IgA levels with the use of ibrutinib for the first three months, but overall the serum immunoglobulin levels stay in the same range. And among the T-cell numbers, there is some increase in the T-cell number at baseline among CLL patients, which is well described, and it looks like there is a normalization of the T-cell numbers to baseline after we start the combination therapy. So overall, this trial continues to follow these patients. Two patients in the study have developed Richter's transformation, and three patients in the study died not from disease progression. In fact, in the entire study, so far, we haven't had a patient in the frontline cohort who had a CLL disease progression. Two patients had Richter's transformation. So overall, this appears to be an effective regimen for patients with CLL. Irrespective of the age group, we studied this drug combination. And at this time, this trial continues to monitor these patients for long-term toxicity and side effects. I should mention that the combination does lead to increased neutropenia as one of the side effects. So the grade 3 or 4 neutropenia rate was close to 50%. And therefore, these patients, if they are in this combination, needs to be watched closely with the blood test and the use of growth factor supports if needed.